0: All right. It seems like Louisville is trying to do all it can to get their recruits in top five recruit, a five star, I should say, rather coming to Louisville. And more important than that is Satterfield doing everything he can to keep his job. That's the case. The recruits heading Louisville's way. But how it might change the game as we continue to talk about this NIL conversation with AJ Black from Locked On Boston College. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Super excited to have you guys today listening in on the show. We have A.J. Black here from Locked on Boston College. who's going to give us a nice little tour around the recruiting world, as we all know. I don't touch on it much, but it's always good to have the experts here. A.J., thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, Candice. It's great to be back on. Uh, glad to talk some more ACC sports and ACC recruiting. No
0: Guys, it is for the past week, there's been a lot of good recruiting talk out there and want to get right into these things. Scott Satterfield secured the bag when he got Reuben Owens the second coming to Louisville, the running back who decided to take his talents to Kentucky. And it's really crazy because as much as we talk about ACC football, Louisville almost, I won't say almost always, but a lot of times more than not, they don't really get put in the conversation as much as they should but this five star recruit is a huge get for the cardinals and i would love to just get your immediate thoughts on the cardinals nabbing him aj
1: so ruben owens i he's a name if you're into the recruiting circles it's a big deal like this guy is mm-hmm. he had 43 offers uh, across the country wow. you know alabama te- texas a&m i think and texas were you know he's a college station kid he's from texas it just seemed like a done deal that he'd stay in the Lone Star State. And then he goes on an official visit to Louisville last weekend. He he gets wined and dined. I'll get into a little bit about what that looks like in just a second. Yeah. Boom. Two days later, he signs. And I think the bigger deal here, Candace, is this is this is a big deal, right? Five-star recruit. Okay. I think Louisville has never had one, ever and, or maybe one in their entire history, if I'm correct, you know, the guys that they've had that have been successful have not been blue chip recruits. This puts them at a whole other level. This changes the game for them. And Absolutely. it's not just Owens, there's four other recruits in this class right now that are in the top 150. Those are the elite, those are the almost blue chippers. And they have four of them. Mm-hmm. That is more than they've had in the last 13 years combined.
0: Yeah, which is crazy. And I want to get into a quote real quick that Ruben said, quote, I've always been a trailblazer and aimed to create my own legacy on the road, less traveled in hopes of inspiring others to believe in themselves. It was it was the driving force in making this life changing decision to where I'll spend the next three to four years of my life, end quote, to me. When you're like, oh, I want to carve out my own path and like do something out of the box, especially a kid from Texas going to Louisville, that's pretty out of the box. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. doing something completely different and not what people do. But I mean, i do not gonna say that. I don't know how to put this nicely. Like, is it an act of like Louisville? Just it's a head scratcher when you think about guys and where they want to go, play football and be one of the top recruits of the country. It's like, I'm carving my own path, being a trailblazer, is it because you know that's gonna take a lot of work over Louisville. Like, what is it? <laughs>
1: it's it's everything in the last year that we've been talking about and Louisville's yeah. been harnessed to their credit they've harnessed it. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not going to pro clutch here and say that what they're doing is wrong because it's not. <laughs> um but for instance last last weekend I said they had their big official visit weekend. That's the yeah. one official visit uh, that each player gets to come to campus, they can wine and dine them. You know, for be for a school like Boston College, it's they go to Fenway Park. They have on the jumbotron welcome recruits. They get to stand on the diamond. They go to Davio's Steakhouse. They, they, you know, eat they chop do,
0: suey. No, yeah, you know what? I, yeah, yeah <laughs> they chop suey.
1: Um, um, they they do all the night that kind of stuff. Here's what Louisville yeah. did. Mm. They brought them to the stadium. They mm-hmm. filled the car with over a dozen like really really nice custom cars they brought out a private jet and then they probably told them what the nil deal the NIL deal they were going to be. And that's probably yeah. why Ruben Owens it, like flew to Louisville. They're like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is what I'm going to get paid. Sure. I'll go play for Louisville. And yeah. again, I am not judging all this is, you know, your, your the colleges have to start playing this game, right? If you want to yeah. be a big dog, you can, you can do it Dabo's way and try to be, uh, uh you know, try to have like your nose clean of that stuff or you do what the other teams are doing. You know, that Texas a and doing it. You know, USC's doing it. All these other programs are doing it. And if Louisville is like, we have the donors to do it. And clearly they do, then why not? It yeah. doesn't hurt them to do it and they're doing it and they're doing it successfully. And it, it's going to help that program.
0: A hundred percent. And to stay on the Louisville point, I do want to touch on Clemson here down the line, but for Satterfield, knowing what kind of arms race he's playing in the Atlantic Division, like how tough it's going to be, you know, moving forward now that we know that Clemson's a little bit vulnerable, so it's not going to be Clemson year after year after year. It's going to be a fighting for a spin, fighting for a spot. NC State's doing well. You've got Boston College moving up the ranks. You've got you know your Florida State's trying to get back in the ball game. How competitive did he know he needed to be? And in my thinking, I feel like it was like, let me do everything I can financially. Yep. So then try to maybe put those X's and O's in place.
1: Yeah. I mean, the NIL collective they have at Louisville is, is has to be buying him another year because <laughs> Malik Cunningham is good enough to make mm-hmm. Louisville six and six. And yeah. if you're six and six with what looks like it's going to be a top 10 class next year for Louisville, they're going to give him another year. You know what I mean? Like, so they've got enough talent to to make a bowl, and then they're gonna roll the dice with a with a with a recruiting class that Louisville has never seen before. That's gonna energize the fan base, which and then turn we'll get the NIL pools going again. They're gonna it's it's a good cycle. You if you're a Louisville Cardinal fan right now, you have to feel really good. Where this program is going, it doesn't even matter what's going on in the field. You're getting all this talent. They got a four star quarterback coming in the Elite 11 quarterback uh, competition. That's a big deal. They've got, you know, more four stars. I mean, they, they get, they, they got Ruben Owens trying to bring a four star wide receiver in. So they're, they're, they're working all this stuff. And that's going to build a lot of momentum in a program that, honestly, as you said, has been kind of stale for a couple of years under Scott Satterfield. A nice solid season, but with some recruiting after it, it could put Louisville in a nice spot heading into 2023.
0: Absolutely. For those who don't know Owen's stats here, he rushed for over 4,500 yards and 68 touchdowns, including nearly 3,000 yards and 46 scores last season. And he is going to be joined by the number two overall receiver prospect, DeAndre Moore Jr. out of California in that 2023 class and to me, you've been in the recruiting world long enough. You kind of know how it goes. It's almost like signs still delivered in terms of keeping Satterfield, because you want to keep these recruits, these high-level recruits, nil deal level, you know, recruits happy. But if you know the money is staying the same, right? We know this is a new ball game, right? Does it really matter what coach you have if you know those checks are still going to be cash? I'm wondering.
1: Yeah, probably not, right? Yeah, I mean-
0: <laughs> like that's my thought process. Like I think. When I look at like the Jordan Addisons going from Pitt to USC and you know changing literally changing gears after having someone like a coach in our who probably took you under your wing really well, it's unique to see how pretty much the check is the ruler. I mean, I'm low key. It always has been, but. You know, we talk about building relationships and wanting to go and having kids recruit themselves and want to take their friends with them, and that all sounds well and good, but the check ain't cashing right. You know, forget all of that. So I think Louisville's playing it right. If you're going to play the game, you might as well play to win.
1: And and you know, the other thought too is if if things don't work out with Satterfield, say he doesn't coach well, they're five and seven. They could always do what Miami just did and just go out and they've got the money. They're showing they got the money for it. (laughs) Buy the nice next big coach why not right like you get all yeah. the you, you bought all the good players too so buy a good coach i mean again yeah. i'm not judging and if that's the way they're going to build the program some schools are going to do it, right? so maybe there's you know jamie chadwell from coastal carolina who's been really well, doing mm-hmm. well or some other big name out there that could do it at, the, at that level and you just get rid of you just as you kind of said the coach does not really matter you just plug out saturday
0: yeah absolutely agree. I think that ultimately it's a matter of how you kind of bring the person in um and then make it roll and keep it rolling, yep yep. So we're gonna sit here and talk a little bit more about NIL deals and all of the like. But first, I want to remind you guys that you know how our friends at Built are always coming out with amazing new flavors. Well, this time Built has truly outdone themselves with their new Mud Pie flavor. And for the first time ever, Built has been is introducing a new Mud Pie Mud Pie flavor in both Mud Pie Bar and Mud Pie Puffs. I, you know, you know the puffs, the best part of it all. I always tell you guys about how good the puffs everybody and they make sure that you're eating good every single time that you're getting a delicious treat, 100% covered in chocolate for only 150 calories and eight grams of sugar. Mud Pie Bars and Puffs are available at Built.com right now, and they're going fast because they are delicious. Like all Built Bars, they, again, are covered in 100% real chocolate, which means they're healthy and they're tasty. You're going to love this new Mud Pie Built Bar and Built Puff, whether you need a snack for a workout, a late-night treat, or you just want to grab a quick bite. Built is the perfect protein bar and tastes better than a candy bar. Chocolate mousse, whipped cream, and cookie. Cookies and cream crumble. Stop drooling. Get to Built.com. Order right now. Use Mud Pie Bars and you won't regret it. Go to Built.com using promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. Rocking and rolling here with AJ Black of Locked On Boston College and we're talking recruiting here and as someone who is an expert in the field, would love to get your thoughts in terms of how you feel like, you know, just to give a more broader point about AL deals and how Louisville's playing it right in terms of it being a horse arms race about who can give the money the quickest. And we look at other sides of people who are trying to do more still under the table, like a Clemson and have a more quote unquote well-oiled machine. What do you think you would prefer, especially as you look at like Boston college and how they're navigating the space?
1: I, I think I, above the board is it, going to be the way to go at this point, right? Like it, it for, for fans that, Look at it and and tisk tisk everything that's going on. Like, just you got to get your blinders off and just realize this was all happening, you know, behind the scenes, anyways, for years. Like, you just didn't know about it. You'd hear about it because it was taboo. So now that you can put it out there, see what people are doing. There's nothing wrong with that. I I like that as a possibility for the like, you know, at a school like Boston College, you're not gonna get the kind of deals. You're gonna get it usc or miami but you know what bc was never fighting for those kids anyways right and they're showing a school like boston college is showing with you know car deals for Djokovic and zay flowers their wide receiver that like you know we can still do it we still have the ability to do that kind of thing but the bigger programs it 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 really kind of just allows the truth to be out there and as a college football fan like once you get over the fact that you're seeing it so blatantly now and yeah i i am not a big fan of the like using nil deals to lure people into the transfer portal i think that's gross but i i do think like this is a good thing like once we get used to it and and get settled in the players are getting paid again which they absolutely should be and we're going to be able to see and different schools are doing that. And I think that's a right. good thing.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. And then on the flip side of things, not only is Louisville trying to do big things with big recruits, but you also have Clemson, AJ Hoffler for the four-star recruit deciding I didn't take his talents down to death Valley. And I think it's another sign of Clemson still making sure that they're in the name of the game. And for me, I'm saying as much as I want to State to win that Atlanta division, potentially win the ACC, Clemson saying it's not so fast, but it was unique about the situation. And I didn't know about this. And I'm learning more and more every day about this recruiting world is Dabo Sweeney saying, listen, if you commit to us, you say you want us, or you're feeling like this is your choice to be, you can't take the rest of your trips. Yeah. And personally, I only took four out of my five recruiting trips because I am not a was not a huge traveler back then. In hindsight, I probably should have just gone and got all the free experiences. But you know, some people are like, "Listen, if you want to go with us, if you take a trip to us, don't you know go anywhere else." Now, the school that he told AJ he couldn't you know take the trip for was Carolina. And recently, there's been some back and forth between North Carolina and Clemson and the arms race of getting some of the top recruits. What would be your thoughts around, you know, just trying to be competitive in the ACC and preventing guys or trying to really lure guys away from these top, other top schools in the conference?
1: So just a. Clarify a little bit, because that's a good point. And I think a lot of folks don't understand. I'll give you, a, I'll do a little primer here for folks that don't know and do know, right? Sure. There's two different types of visits a recruit can take, right? There's the unofficial visit that that's on the recruits dime. They can go check out a school, go meet the coaches. They can meet the players, go look at the facilities. They can do a million of those, right? Yeah. You can do unlimited as long as it's the right uh, part of the calendar year. They can do mm-hmm. that all the time. Now, as you said, 5 rec- you have five official visits as a recruit, and that is where a school can wine and dine you, uh, which is weird for an 18-year-old, but that's what it – right? <laughs> uh, let's be real, right? But what's interesting, as you said, is Dabo has that policy. Um, did he actually come out and say that out loud? Or was it's just
0: it-, a, it was an understood rumor. Well, not okay. a rumor. It's understood yeah. around the college football world.
1: So it's its actually very common for, for coaches to do that. Jeff Halfley is mm. the same way. Okay. Um, when, when you commit to Boston college, you have to cancel your other official visits or they won't accept your, uh, commitment, your verbal commitment. Hmm. Um, and it actually came to fruition. There's a, a kind of an icky situation, kind of similar to what you were saying, where there's a local kid from Massachusetts. His name is Bubakar treor He's a defensive tackle from Catholic. Memorial. Um, His
0: name is what?
1: <laughs> I'm probably butchering B O U B A C A R Bubacar, right?
0: Yeah, uh, Trey Orr, Um mm-hmm.
1: and <laughs> he's a four-star <laughs> defensive tackle. He was committed to BC. Yeah, he did went to Notre Dame, hmm. and it just seemed like that was over, right? Like when you yeah. lose a, BC, loses a guy to Notre Dame, that usually means like whatever the guy's gone. Right. Well, he was on a fit, he w- he tweeted that he was on a, a visit uh, about a week ago to BC, and that and that happens, right? He might have t- he has teammates that are coming to BC. You know, they might just be hanging out. That's fine. Whatever. But all of a sudden, BC releases the news that it wasn't an unofficial, that he was on an official visit and he's committed to Notre Dame. That's a big deal because Notre Dame policy as Clemson, as Boston College. Mm. So it turned into almost a little hubbub there that will they pull his commitment because he was Mm. at Boston College. It's kind of blown over now, but it's something coaches really do kind yeah. of hold recruits to the feet to the fire. And like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of college football coaches use it as a, as a collateral to kind of like yeah. be like, okay, you want, we have the spot for you. We'd love to have you, but you have to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, and it's usually that official visit that you have to cancel. So yeah. um, I'm not surprised Dabo does that. I, I honestly, I'm curious. Like, like, I've covered BC recruiting through three coaches and both all three. So Frank Spaziani, Steve Dazio, and now Jeff halfley all three have the same policy, but I imagine, cause I see it around the country that there's other coaches that just let it go. Yeah. Um, but there's, oh, I, I think Jeff Halfley is almost in the same ballpark
0: as Davo. Yeah. I, yeah. I listen. I think that ultimately I get it. Like you don't want to be out here getting winded down by multiple people. You just, you never know what can happen because guys decommit all the time. So like yep. once you're secure, You stay at home, all that good stuff. But I absolutely see a Mac Brown, an old school coach being like, yeah, once you say yes to me, you can't be going to get, you know, sweet tooth and getting your ice cream from somebody else. I I absolutely see that happening and that being the case. But with all that saying and all that breaking down, which I appreciate you letting folks know, it's still, if you never, if you never looked at it as a business before, damn it, if you don't look at it now, because it's all transactional, right? What can you do for me, you know, in these three to four years that you're here And if so, you can do said thing for me. Great. But don't try and like get offers or looked at or have conversations with anybody else. Don't get text messages from anybody else. Like do not get discouraged or disinterested based on any type of lore, which we go back to the conversation of NIL, everything looks juicy, right? And I think one thing, if you've looked I'm sure you've had these conversations about recruits and in high school to me, that's the biggest part of it that's missing now. Like when you used to have these coaches going out going to these high school games and really being like, okay, I see the potential in him and yeah. all of these good things. And you get like, Hoisted up to be you know xyz person now it's just who can write the check the fastest who can write the biggest who can you're more so almost scouting for sponsors right or boosters yep. or who can bring in the most money to your program so you can learn these four to five star recruits
1: so i i think that's a good point and i think that that's where the opportunity for school other schools like wake forest yep. uva thing where there is an unlimited NIL money out there, right? You can't just pay 85 guys to play yeah. on your team or, or you can, but it won't be much <laughs> schools like UVA wake forest, Duke that and UNC, even UNC, right? Like all are good academic schools and you can still sell that to recruits, right? Yeah. You can every, you know, I cover recruiting for BC bulletin and I talk to every commitment in literally every single one of Staff has talked to them about. They could have a future in the NFL, and Jaffley has had experience so he can get there. Or if it doesn't work, I can still sit back on a Boston College education. Yeah. That, so you like the NIL world is not going to shut schools out that are those schools that are not Clemson, that are not Louisville, not Florida State. Those kids are still going to be able, you're going to still find the kids at camps, Mm -hmm. at high schools, that, and and many of them are going to turn out to be really good. Zay Flowers had like one offer out of college, high school, and look where he's going to be, right? So you're going to find that's still going to exist. I think um, everyone is just so reactive right now because you see the big names doing it. But underneath that is a vast majority that aren't touching this NIL stuff.
0: Yeah, it really is amazing and fascinating to me how many people just look over the fact that there are so many good guys out here that are just so focused on ball, like they don't care about that all the extra stuff. Like it is nice, but they're also probably guys that are having a lot of good under the table. We're just doing what we got to do. Like I'm not making a big showcase about it. You see, like the Ohio State players of the world, where they're just like, oh, I can choose a different car every week, and like I wouldn't want to be flashy. Like I'm just if I'm a good player, if I was a four to five star recruit, or I'm a parent of a four to five star recruit, I'm just like, hey. Take your money, make an investment, start a trust, do what you gotta do. Like, I'm not knocking away, and I don't want you to not have a good salary out of this. But also, you don't have to show everybody because there are still like sharks out here. (laughs) There are guys who are still trying to take advantage. And you're 17, 18 years old. You don't know better. Like you just, you just doing whatever comes first to mind, and whatever has the shiniest new toy or whatever that. But like, you got to be smarter about it. I think some people aren't moving the smartest, in my opinion.
1: I, I, you know, it's probably just a smaller deal, and this is not a knock on the company itself, and I'm Mm -hmm. not going to get into that. But it, it, it reminds me when the NIL stuff first opened last year. And like literally every recruit like com- uh, football player or not even football player. seems like every college athlete became a barstool athlete. Yes. Oh my God. What gosh. the hell did that even mean? <laughs> None of I, Did they get paid? Did they had to right. do anything like, right. like I think they all just signed on to it and yeah. it didn't seem like it went anywhere. And again, not a knock on that because if you're getting paid, go, go for it. But like, it just seemed like, as you said, like, all this like murky stuff that you didn't know about, like that seemed really murky because nothing ever happened with it other than them putting it in their Twitter profiles.
0: Absolutely. And now honestly, that was just free promo for Barcelona, which that's probably what they wanted the Broadway, entire time. Right. Yep. And listen, at the end of the day, slow money still makes money. So like right. don't go for the first flashiest thing. And sometimes the long ball is always going to be more most beneficial in the end. So it's very interesting. Recruiting world has just gotten crazy, and I know you've been covering it for so long, but do you feel like on one side, yes, I'm super excited that these guys guys this opportunity and money or do you feel like it's become even more challenging to try and nab the best players for your university so
1: just, again just from my boston college lens and again there's many schools that are in this ballpark in the same yeah. same predicament i don't feel like it's changed at all like if you okay. look uh, like the the players that bc would have landed three years ago when it wasn't nil Laden across the world are not no different than they we're getting right now Right. And I think most programs are the same way other than Louisville, who's figured out how to do it. Like most they, it's it feels very similar it fe- like the conversations with the kids are the same and not you know, like when I talk to recruits, they don't bring up NIL. They don't ever talk about it um they'll they have their 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 options and stuff like that but they mm-hmm. at this point they don't bring that up at, at schools like boston college i'm sure if you yeah. talk to like arch manning you might say that there's some reasons <laughs> that he's got it right but i think for schools like that like it just feels the same and and honestly like big picture right that the, the world of college football has changed but really has it like yeah. other than like it being public the big programs are still out recruiting the smaller programs. The big programs like Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, you know, Oklahoma, they're still going to be the top notch schools. It hasn't really adjusted much of anything.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I would agree there, definitely. But it's so crazy how, you know, two, three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, we were having all this uproar about Nick Saban saying, like, we need a level playing field. And it's all out of whack. And now everyone's just like, eh. Whatever. <laughs> no, nobody, <laughs> nobody's even addressing that part. Nobody's yeah. addressing that elephant. We're all just like, yeah, he just had a little tantrum, and now we're just going back to normal, and everyone's fine. And yeah. you know, Dabo comes out with his weekly. You know, this is all just a mess, and you know, just ruining college football. And it's just like, ah, oh, back to normal, right? So I'm honestly really interested for ACC kickoff. I think it's going to be interesting to see how these guys address these issues now that it's not so novel and they're not having like, Oh, let's keep the main thing. The main thing. If I had a dollar, if I had a shot for every time a player had to say, keep the main thing, the main thing, I would have been a wasted girl down there in Charlotte Mm -hmm. because that's just, you know, they were drilled to say football first, blah, blah, blah. But like we all know at the end of the day, DJU was over here talking about Dr Pepper commercials and what have you, and but I bet he wished he kept the main thing the main thing, and I hope right. he keeps the right, main right. thing the main thing this season because he's certainly going to need it because he's going to have a lot of people definitely with a tart on their back. I think tar- I think Clemson's still very much a contender, but a lot of people, I think a lot of schools, as we as we're seeing, are trying to get in that top spot, and it's going to be very. I think the ACC is going to be very competitive this football season.
1: Yeah, I th- I totally agree with you, Candace.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no doubt about it. But it's always a pleasure to have you, AJ. Especially talking recruiting. I'm definitely gonna have to get you more back here. More back here. There it is. Definitely gonna have to get you back for more conversation around it as we head into the off season. We don't have to do Mount Rushmore talks. We can just do you know fun stuff, realistic things. But yep. you know, can you please remind these folks of where they can find you, follow your work?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh- you can follow me at locked on BC. I'm the host. I I'm doing it three days a week right now during the summer, but it's, I, as if you like my recruiting talk now, I've been talking recruiting my episode for today is going to be about a new commitment from Texas. BC has been hitting a lot down there. I've um, been talking a lot about that. And I'm also the editor and publisher of BC bulletin part of the sports illustrated and fan nation
0: network. No doubt about it. A few housekeeping notes. There's one live NBA draft show that is not enough for Locked On, so they're going to give you an entire NBA channel going live on NBA draft night. So if you have a favorite NBA team, make sure you subscribe right now to their Locked On YouTube channel so you get notified when they go live on NBA draft night, which is coming up. We know our top player, Paolo Carroll and the rest of the Duke starting five really going to get their opportunity to get their name called, so we'll definitely talk about that in the NBA mock draft. If you have not checked that out, the first picks of the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft have been made. So search now for the Ultimate NBA Mock Draft and get over 50 insiders, the Odyssey Sports Experts, the draft experts of Locked On NBA Big Board for you. They'll have five episodes of Ultimate NBA Mock Drafts already underway. So make the old NBA Mock Draft your second listen today. For AJ Black and Candace Cooper, we hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Until next time.